The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hit for Tuesday, September 26th edition. We have a loaded 15-game slate to tackle today. Hope everybody's Monday was a good Monday, as the pitching was what we thought that would be. Yeah, Nola was good. Everybody else that I matched him with didn't do diddly. Bats are good. Bats are pretty good all over across the board. Depending on which ones you use, but there's definite, definite good stuff throwing out that direction. We'll attack it again today. Again, pitching's kind of one of those. We'll see. Obviously, a little better with 15 games, but not great by any means. Uh, so let's get at your totals on the day. Baltimore at Pittsburgh, eight and a half. Rays at Yankees, eight and a half. Nationals, Phillies, nine. Braves, Mets, eight and a half. Twins, Indians, nine and a half. Blue Jays, Red Sox, eight. Reds, Brewers, nine and a half. Astros, Rangers, nine and a half. Angels, White Sox, 9.5. Cubs, Cardinals, 8. Tigers, Royals, 10. Marlins, Rockies, 11.5. Giants, D-backs, 9. Mariners, A's, 8.5. Padres, Dodgers, 7.5. So, 4 9.5s, a 10, and an 11.5 in Coors to attack today. Weather looks pretty good across the board. Light winds blowing in and out. Nothing too crazy yet. Maybe it changes. And not really any rain on the forecast. So keep an eye on whoever you follow for your weather. If something changes, they will let you know. Now we're going to attack this slate in a couple ways here. I'm going to just have a main core of pitchers, and I'll mention a couple more. But my top guy is the top prize, 13-4, Chris Sale at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. Red Sox are trying to clinch the AL East still. They're fighting with the Yankees for that position uh, Chris Sale coming off a 45.6-point performance at Baltimore. He had three starts against Toronto this year. 22 innings pitched, zero earned runs, 35 strikeouts in those 22 innings. He's averaging 39.5 DraftKings points per start against Toronto. Filthy. Last time out was on the 29th at Toronto. Seven innings, three hits, no earned, 11 Ks for 40 DraftKings points. Been pure fill first Toronto. I'll go to battle again today if you want to. Go against him. You look at guys like uh, Teoscar Hernandez, cheap. You can get Donaldson cheap tonight. Uh, Pierce, Pilar, stuff like that. But I'm going Chris Sale at 13-4. There's two more high-priced guys. 
I don't think I'm going to use him. But if you want to, I have no problem with Robbie Ray. He's better on the road than at home, and he's at home tonight. Facing a Giants team, he's averaging 26.3 points a game against him. Three starts where he struck out 24 in 19 in the thirds innings while giving up four earned runs. Just beware, it could be a little different for you tonight. Uh, you don't know. He should go the distance in his last good start before the playoffs, but just be careful with that. Um, as he does give up some hard contact to right, he's, he's in a great matchup, but we've been saying that with the D-backs pitchers and they're frustrating as frustrating can be. Good spot, tough ballpark, but Ray at 12-3 could be in play. And no Gio Gonzalez for me. He's been good, but I just can't do it in that ballpark. With a lot of right-handed bats with power, and righties have hit him with a ton of power this year. So Chris Sale at 13-4 is pretty much where I'm going up top. Robbie Ray, if you need to, second. Now when you drop down in the nines, you can look at Alex Wood at 97. I want to bring him up only for the fact he's a really good pitcher. He's facing a team that he strikes out a ton. And he's had really good success against this year. He's averaging 16 points a game against him. But you got to remember, he's not going deep. He's going five, six innings. He's throwing you 80 to 90 pitches at the most. You don't know how far he's going to get you. So if you want to take that gamble, knock yourself out. It could be great. I'm going to look elsewhere. I'm going to start my bidding with Kevin Gossman at 8200 bucks. With the caveat, if you've been listening, is Caleb Joseph catching? If his boy Caleb Joseph's catching, we go to battle. Coming off in eight innings, three hits, no earned, 7K performance against the Red Sox for 29.6 starts. Six or more Ks in three of his last four, 25 or more points in those three starts. 24 points or more in those three starts. He faced Pittsburgh once this year, six and two-thirds, four earned, 5Ks for 11.6 points. A lot of these things were before he figured his stuff out. Caleb Joseph has to be pitching or catching. Just keep in mind, though, that the Pirates don't strike out a ton, but they will strike out a little bit, especially if Gossman's on. Plus, great ballpark shift from Camden Yards to PNC. So, Gossman at 82 in play with the caveat that Joseph behind the dish. You can look at a guy like Jake Arrieta at 7800 bucks at the St. Louis Cardinals. The only hiccup, it's similar to Wood, but you're saving, what, 1600 bucks is he hasn't been going deep. Five, five to six innings in his starts. He gets you about 95 to 100 pitches. He's been great, not giving up many runs. Strikeouts have been there for the most part, not his last couple games. Facing a Cardinals team that strikes out almost 22% of the time to his 23%. Been very, very good. And the Cubs are trying to clinch it. Their magic number is one. So they're going to be going for it. Arietta at 78 could be in play for you. But there is a risk involved with the innings pitched in that one. So just keep that in mind. I prefer Gossman over Arietta. James Paxton's out there at 7600 bucks. Look, his velocity was definitely back his last time out. Only went three and two-thirds, though. Gave up two earned, four Ks for 8.7 points. He's slowly building up the pitch count. Got to 73 this last time out. He's 7600 bucks at the Oakland A's, which is a really good matchup. They do have power. No sugarcoat in that. They, they do strike out almost 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. And we know Paxton, when he's on, is great. We haven't seen him been on. Since he's returned from the deal. That's your first tick up. Your second one, you still don't know how they haven't justified how far he's going yet. Sure, he got to the 73 pitch mark. They said around 75 his last time out. We'd assume he's going to go 85 to 90. Is that enough for you at 7,600 bucks? If it is, it's a very, very intriguing play. If you want something a little more stable, you look to Gossman, you look to 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 sale, or we look elsewhere. This is the problem with this time of year. Teams have clinched, so they're not going deep. Um, you know, bad lineups, 
guys trying to fix themselves from injuries to get right before next season, like Paxton. Little things like this that you don't know exactly what's going to happen. There could be really, really short leashes that they haven't even told us about. So Paxton is in a great spot if he goes 90-plus pitches. 7600 bucks could be extreme value in that matchup. just depends if you want to take the gamble or not. Maybe stuff comes out as the day goes on that we can find out and be good to go from there. Your last guy in this 7K range. Now, this guy's got a little more stability, but it's a massive gamble. But I do like the gamble. Is Denelison Lamette at $7,200 against the Dodgers. He's faced the Dodgers once this year on six innings, one earned 10 strikeouts for 26 and a third innings pitched. Been a little better at home than on the road, but still very good pitchers. Last home start was at Minnesota for 17.3 DraftKings points. This Dodgers start was on the 1st of September, so three starts, four starts ago, something like that. Prior to the uh, the Minnesota start at Miami, 17.3. At Cincinnati, 13.1. At Pittsburgh, 23.8. He's pitched really, really well the last couple months. Um, phenomenal versus right-handed bats. The Dodgers have a decent amount of them, but they still have like Bellinger. They can throw uh, Seager, but Seager's really hurt. I don't really – he can, of course, run into one, but I don't really count him as much anymore. What's like Utley, uh, Gonzalez – Jock Peterson, stuff like that. That's not you know, like crazy, crazy good. Grandal, guys that can run into stuff, but doesn't terrify you. Uh, but still a very good lineup. And Denellison facing the Dodgers team strikes out almost 23% of the time. Denellison striking out almost 29%. Walk rate still extremely high, which is always worrisome. But 450 totals, middle of the slate. Lefties, like I said, 363, but righties only 236. So if you if you hope uh, you know like they blew up yesterday against Travis Wood, but that's Travis Wood as a whole. The Dodgers offense has been rather cold, rather rather cold. So Lamette at seventy two is a GPP play only. Pretty good upside, but uh, pretty good downside as well because you don't know if the Dodgers show up. Just check lineups; they might they might rest some guys. You never know. But Lamette at seventy two could be a very nice play. So in your seven K ranges, I'm looking Gossman one, Lamette two, Arietta three, and then keeping an eye on Paxton. Because it could be interesting if we hear something good there. When you go below the sevens, it gets even more interesting. Look at a guy like Jordan Montgomery of the Yankees. Talk about short leashes. If he struggles, the leash is extremely, extremely short. He's been better at home than on the road this year. Um, he's faced Tampa twice this year. and They've gotten to him. So it's something to think about. They strike out a ton against him. But they also get, uh, they've gotten theirs against him. They have tons of power. and They can use it against lefties. But still, the big thing you look at is that strikeout total. And when they're facing lefties, they strike out at 26% of the time, which is very, very, very good. When you look at the Tampa Bay Rays also, team total of 416. It's like the eighth lowest on the slate. Lefties 305, righties 302 versus Montgomery. So it's an intriguing play. Leash is short, but if he's pitching well, he's going to give you about six solid innings of good strikeouts. And at a 60 $800 price tag could be very, very good. The other thing to keep an eye on, this was Luis Severino's spot. And he got injured in over the weekend in batting practice or something like that. And he still may make the start. It's not official. He's out. He's 11600 If he is in the lineup, that is a great play against uh, until I kind of fade off the Chris Sale bandwagon of prices. I love Severino if he gets in the lineup. Still don't mind Montgomery. Just keep an eye on that. 6800 bucks, good, good value there. But Severino also allows you to get in uh, some options outside of sale at that higher price range. 
After Montgomery, we drop down to Mr. Blake Snell at the Yankees. 6,300 bucks. Snell has looked very, very, very good this year. In three starts versus the Yankees, averaging 12 points per start. I'd almost take that. I'd prefer more, but I'd take it in these matchups. But lately, 26-8. Against the Yankees, five innings, two hits, one earned, five Ks for 16-9. He had a hiccup against Minnesota. 16-8 16-8 at the White Sox, 21-6 at the Cardinals, 33-4, 12-7, 16-7. Kid's been very, very good since coming back from the minors and tweaking some things. Facing the Yankees, a strikeout 22% of the time versus lefties. Walks are still a massive concern with with the Snell, man. But a 4-3-4 total, a little less than halfway. Lefties, 238, righties, 323. So you got Sanchez, you got the new rookie home run leader of Aaron Judge, who hit his 49th and 50th yesterday, 49th of Ty McGuire, 50th to pass him. But Snell at 63. Blow-ups are there, but that's what happens in the 6K range. Big upside at 6900 bucks. I like him quite a bit. And below that, you look at guys, and I, and I know I don't like recommending Coors, but a guy, uh, Tyler Anderson, at $6,200 at home. The Marlins have tons of power versus lefties. There's no sugarcoating in that. Azuna, um, Stanton, of course. Riamuto's not bad. Bork can hit lefties. Yellow can hit lefties. There's a lot there. But he's been very good uh, in his short time back from the minors. He's averaging 12.6 a game at home, which is 62 is not bad. His three starts is coming back from the minors at Arizona, 20.4. Home versus San Diego, 21.1. At San Diego, 14.6. Very, very risky play, but a very contrarian play that will be super low-owned. When you look at Tyler uh, Tyler Anderson, Marlins strike out about 20% of the time versus lefties. He's striking about, about 22.4% of the uh, batters he's facing. They do have a good team total of 5.40. Lefties 328, righties 369. Extremely, extremely risky. Interesting GPP play. And the last guy I'll mention, and I probably will not use him, but I want to throw his name out there so everybody knows is the kid pitching for the Cardinals, Mr. Uh, Deck McGuire, 4900 bucks at Milwaukee. I'll be looking to target against him, but he's been good out of the bullpen. He's an older, older player making his first career start. His first-round pick in 2010. Um, a, we don't know how stretched out he's going to be as he's been working out of the bullpen. Uh, you know, decent strikeout rate, but nothing great. Milwaukee does strike out a lot, though. That's why I wanted to mention him. For that angle, it makes it very interesting. Other than that, I don't know if you want to use him, but for 4900 bucks, there is tremendous upside. Like when we used Woodruff on his first start, Weaver back in the day, there's a lot to like there. But A, you don't know how far this guy's going, and B, in Milwaukee against that offense, you're playing with like massive, massive petroleum fires. So be careful there. So, again, your pitching recap up top, you got Chris Sale. You could look at Robbie Ray. It's just very sketchy. But you could look at Robbie Ray. And keep an eye on the Severino if he makes a start. But Sale by himself up top for me. When you go to in the middle, I got Gaussman 1, Lamette 2, Arietta 3. I like them all, but I love Gaussman, especially if Joseph's catching. And keep an eye on Paxton in that range. And um, also Alex Wood, if you trust, the, uh, trust he can do his work in five or six innings. And when you go down below, I got Blake Snell, Tyler Anderson, Jordan Montgomery, Deck McGuire in that order. So my main guys will be Sale, Gossman, and uh, Snell. Those are my main three. And then I'll build around with some extras if I need to. 
Don't forget to follow us, guys, at the Sports DJs, thesportsdjs.com. Recording around the bases of Bubba Mo, episode 31 tonight. We have an interview with the Arizona Diamondbacks beat reporter Nick Picaro. Good stuff there. Um, we have, you know, Doc will be recording his stuff with the Saturday Edge College Football. It'll be week five preview this week. We'll have NASCAR this weekend. We'll have, you know, power rankings. We'll have survivor picks from Richard. We'll have tons of DFS stuff coming your way. So get ready for it. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at the thesportsdgens. Now let's get to your bats. And you got guys at the catcher's position with some power. Gary Sanchez, 4900 bucks, Crazy price tag. We know. That's why it's always GPP with him. Facing Blake Snell, who righties can't hit. He's got some power against left-handed pitching. Big price tag that I'll probably go elsewhere, but he's definitely in play. Like I'd rather go to, or I'd probably rather look at JT Muto and in Coors at 4K versus Tyler Anderson. That's much more appealing to me, but still not a bad play. My guy, one of my top guys is Chris Ionetta, 3900 bucks. We know how he loves to hit lefties. He usually bats second or fifth against them of late, and he's facing Matt Moore. The Giants' Matt Moore is hot garbage. Trust me, I know. Five one nine total. Sixth the highest total on the slate. Lefties four thirty nine, righties three nineteen. Ionetta at thirty nine, very, very, very much in play tonight. And then we're gonna look for some savings when you're going down. You could look at guys like, uh, oh, let's see, where'd they go? Where'd they go? Yasmani Grandal at thirty four hundred versus Lamette isn't horrible. I can understand that one, but like if you're not using Robbie Ray and you want to fade Robbie Ray because right-handed bats have hit well against Robbie Ray, not like crazy good. They have shown some power against them, but Giants are just bad. Period. But Posey at thirty three hundred is not horrible. Will be extremely contrarian in that matchup. Other than that, you look at guys like John Hicks or preferably James McCann. Hicks 31, McCann 3K against the lefty Vargas in play there. Another guy I really liked, probably my second guy after Ionetta, Stephen Vogt, 3100 bucks for the Brew Crew in the Miller Park against McGuire and then Cincinnati bullpen. So I like Vogt a lot at 3100 Good, good upside in that matchup. Farther down you go, you got guys like uh, Roberto Perez of the Indians against Bartolo Colon at 2,900. Could bring you some nice value there. You look at guys like uh, Wilson Ramos, 2,800 versus Jordan Montgomery. If it's Montgomery, make sure it's there. But then another good one, uh, Tucker Barnhart, 2,800 bucks for the Reds in Milwaukee. Another nice, nice one here uh, facing Zach Davies. The Reds. Uh, lefties at 328, righties 311 off Zach Davies. So Barnhart at 28 does bring you a nice little return in that matchup. After that, you're going to want to check lineups. There's going to be a few more guys down there, like Andrew Knapp of the uh, – not Knapp. I'm looking for uh, – where's the other guy? Brain dead right there. Like Austin Hedges, 2400 versus Alex Wood if you want to be different and try to hedge against Alex Wood. It's a very ballsy move. Doesn't work out too well very often, but you can go there. Martin Maldonado got you five points last night. Super cheap. He's 2200 again tonight facing Chris Volstead. Another not very good pitcher. Like a blast from the past, Chris Volstead. 488 team total. Lefty's 311. Righty's 235. Very, 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 very small. I think he's got like two, three appearances, and they're out of the bullpen. So I'm not even counting those. But keep an eye on that. First base, Goldschmidt against Moore in Chase Field is outstanding at 5400 bucks. That's a great play. Outstanding play. You got guys like Freddie Freeman, and I love Joey Votto. 5100 against Zach Davies in Miller Park. 
Very, very solid play there. You got Boer and Coors, not bad. Encarnacion's 5K at home against Bartolo Colon. He's averaging 10.1 his last 10. I wanted to read you his numbers. It's just crazy what he does. It's all or nothing. 16-0, 14-7, 12-18-16. Good little five-game run there for E5. One thing I will say with the Indians, be careful. I love them. They're in a phenomenal spot today. They're priced up. You don't know what Tito's going to do because even during their winning streaks, Tito is utilizing their their bench quite a bit. He played guys five, six innings without a lead, put a lot of defensive replacements in. So keep a lot of that in mind with your Indians if you play them tonight. I love Edwin at 5K, but just keep that in mind. Next up, we got the likes. You know, I got Bellinger versus Lamette at 49. is not bad at all. Um, Anthony Rizzo, very nice price tag. He's 4700 bucks against Carlos Martinez. Sure, Carlos is a really good pitcher. He's at home where he pitches better. But lefties hit him very, very well. We've seen that all year long. So Rizzo at 47 should be extremely low owned. Big upside in that matchup. If you want to be contrarian, don't want to be as safe, pretty good play. Reese Hoskins, he's quieted down a bit. Still hitting well, facing Geo at 47 in a great hitter's ballpark in Citizen Bank. Mentioned how righties have hit Geo with a ton of power this year. So keep that in mind. The Phillies have a 429 total. That's like middle of the pack against a five digit pitcher. So Reese Hoskins at 47, very much in play. And that one. The Phillies will be very much in play, especially the right-handed Phillies bats. You got a little farther, a guy like Eric Hosmer at 4,300 versus Animal Sanchez. Got to love the Royals tonight. They have the second-highest implied team total at 5.41. Lefties, 356. Righties, 415 in that matchup. So um, when people go to Coors and other places, Hosmer and the Royals very much in play at 4,300 versus Animal. I like that quite a bit. Like Nicky Delmonico against uh, Parker Bridwell at 4K. Delmonico, first base outfield eligible. Had a nice little night last night. 14 DraftKings points. He went two for four to the double and two RBIs. Hitting in the middle of that order. Abreu was out yesterday. He's still day-to-day. And there's no reason to rush him back. They're not in the playoffs. Let the guy get healthy. Eric Thames, uh, you know you're playing him for his home runs. He has good home run upside against a guy like McGuire. And the rest of the Cincinnati bullpen at $4,000. Something to think about there if you want to be a little contrarian. Uh, Hanley Ramirez, 38 versus a lefty Haps, not bad. I still just don't like what Hanley's doing, so just kind of probably keep my options elsewhere. Adam Lind versus Jake Thompson is a good play at 3,700. Lind's had a good little week or so with lots of power involved, hitting in the middle of that order. So Lind at 37, first base outfield eligible, is in play. Uh, you got Will Myers at 36 versus Wood if you want to fade Wood. Tommy Joseph versus the lefty Gio Gonzalez at 35 for some value. Definitely not a bad, you know, home run upside GPP type play there. Farther down you go, you got Ryan Healy crushes left-handed pitching. Paxton's not your average lefty, but he hasn't been sharp since his return. So 3,400 for Healy is contrarian. Yonder Alonso at 3,300 versus Daniel Mengden. like that quite a bit. Told you he was a good play yesterday. He went deep, so we look at him again tonight. Uh, the further on you go, a lot of these are big, big risks. But like Miguel Cabrera at 3,100 versus Vargas could be a play. Um, Sam Travis, if he gets to start 2,900 bucks versus the lefty Hap, he does hit lefties well. You got like uh, Dominic Smith, 2,900 bucks versus the knuckleballer Dickey, which is risky because you don't know what a youngster can do versus the knuckleball, but he's there. Louis Valbuena, 2,700 versus uh, Volstead. I'll keep looking at that price tag all day long if I want value with home run upside and GPPs. Another guy is uh, Christian Walker of the Arizona Diamondbacks. 
over two with a walk last night. He got to start for Goldie, who had the day off. If he makes the lineup, bunch of power in the minors. I crushed it. I believe he was the AAA player of the year, at least the PCL player of the year. Big-time power, 2700 bucks versus Matt Moore. Could be a nice little GPP play there in that matchup. So keep an eye on Christian Walker. Second base, you got Jose Ramirez, second base, third base, 5400 versus Big Bart. Definitely in play there. Guy like Jose Altuve at 53 versus Hamels is worth a look, but he left with an injury yesterday. They might take it back really slow with him. There's no need to rush him back. Get him ready for the playoffs. Uh, Dozier at 48 versus Tomlin. That's a sneaky nice play. Everyone targets Dozier versus lefties. He's hitting everybody very, very well right now. Daniel Murphy had the night off last night. He's 4,700 versus Thompson. Very solid play against Thompson there. Um, righties are hitting 412 though lefties 299 so keep that in mind but Daniel Murphy's still not a bad play at 47 guy I like a lot is Whit Merrifield 4500 bucks. I don't like paying this much for Whit Merrifield that's the problem so I usually don't but uh, he's in a very good spot tonight against Animal Sanchez part of that uh, Royals lineup that's expected to go bananas Neil Walker 4300 bucks versus McGuire very solid look in that one Yohan Mankata's day-to-day. I love Scooter Jeanette at 4,100 versus Zach Davies. There's some savings for you. Like the 10th or 11th second baseman down the list. In a great matchup. Usually hitting behind Votto. Usually hitting cleanup. Very good spot there with uh, Scooter at $4,100. Farther down you look, you got guys like Ozzy Albies at $3,800. How that price tag has risen. But he's against Montero in a very nice spot there for you. Uh, Pedroia at 36, okay. Yomer Sanchez at 3,500 versus Vol- uh, Volstead, second base, third base eligible, especially if he's leading off again. I like that a lot. Good matchup there. Ian Kinsler at 3,300 bucks. Uh, the Tigers are priced down tonight facing Vargas. I like Kinsler at 33. He has tremendous value. He's hitting the ball very, very well this year, averaging 12.1 in his last 10, five homers in his last 10. 16, 7, 19, 0, 16, 23, 17, 7, 2, 14, his last 10 games. Swinging a very good bat at 3,300 bucks. That's tremendous, tremendous value. A guy like Brandon Drury at 3,300 hits lefties very, very, very well. Facing Matt Moore tonight in a great spot at 3,300 bucks. I like Drury quite a bit. I'd rather have Kinsler, but Drury's not bad if you want to stack or be contrarian. He's definitely in a great spot there. Guy like Wilmer Defoe at 3,200. Second base shortstop. If he's at the top of the order, is in play. If he's at the bottom, I'd go elsewhere. Other than that, uh, like Ryan Goings at 27 had a nice night last night. He went deep. I always mention him as a nice value play because he does have that kind of upside. Uh, check lineups for the rest of your second baseman. Third base. Third base. You got Jose Ramirez yet again, 5,400 in play. Aradona's 54, always a great play, especially in Coors, but be careful. His wrist is hurting him. So that's why his productions might have been down the last few days. Like Travis Shaw at 5,200 versus McGuire is a great play. He's probably my top guy at third. I'd rather, I would rather have Ramirez as my top guy at second. Take Shaw at third if that's how you're doing it. Chris Bryant mentioned him yesterday. The guy is straight fire right now. 24 more points in a home run yesterday. Averaging 13 his last 10. Going up against Carmart, who dominates right-handed bats. So just be careful. But Bryant is, when he's hitting like this, you just let it rock and roll. Mentioned how righties hit Jake Thompson very, very well. You look at a guy like Anthony Rendon in Philadelphia at 4,700. Will be very low-owned compared to the rest of the field up top there. Good play at 47. Moustakis. At 42, love him versus Annabelle. 
Told you I like those Royals versus like Hosmer Mustak. It's good stuff there. Eugenio Suarez not bad at 42. Neither is Bregman. Like them both at 4,200. Farther down we look. You got guys like uh, Eduardo Escobar at 4K for the Twins versus Tomlin. Very much in play. He will get. He always gets overlooked. 18 more points his last game, averaging 8.4 his last 10. The swing was some pretty decent power too, so that could be a very nice play there at eight at four thousand dollars in that matchup. Shortstop, third base eligible. Derek Dietrich at thirty nine, but lefty on the mound, so I don't know if he'll get the start. It might be Brian Anderson, which we save some cash if he does. Again, if you're fading sale, you get Donaldson at thirty six hundred. That'd be one of the few guys I'd use against him. Jose Reyes, third base shortstop eligible, continues to hit the ball well, facing Dickey at thirty six. He's in play. Yomer Sanchez at 35. But another value play with your uh, Detroit Tigers. You get Candelario at 35 if you'd like. But I like Castellanos. He's third base outfield eligible. You could get him for 3400 bucks. He's averaging over 10 points his last 10 games. The farther down you look, you got like Marrero. He played second base last night for the Boston Red Sox. He's 3300 He's a GPP punt type. Nothing too crazy there. Farther down we look, Johan Camargo, $3,300 versus Montero, third base shortstop. That's a good uh, value play in that matchup, Johan Camargo. Other than that, you're going to have to check lineups and see what pops for you. Like J.P. Crawford, uh, third base shortstop at $2,800 versus um, Gio Gonzalez could be in play. Got Louis Valbuena at $2,700, Matt Chapman at $2,700. Those are kind of your GPP plays. If Brian Anderson starts for the Marlins at third base instead of Dietrich, because there's a lefty on the mound, Brian Anderson in Coors is $2,700. Brian Anderson has a ton of power in the minors, big-time prospect for the Marlins. Could throw up a complete goose egg, but at $2,700 is ridiculous. They got like Villanueva for the Padres at 24 as well, but check your lineups and see what's going on. Shortstop, you got Lindor at 56. That's a great play. But again, Indians, make sure you don't know what the playing time is. Hopefully a report would come out and let us know. But Bogart's at 46, I like. Polanco at 45, versus Tomlin's not bad either. If you want to save some cash, you look at guys like Didi Gagoras at 43. Hits lefties very, very well. I love Zach Cozart at 43. We target him heavy versus lefties, but he's been hitting righties just fine. Uh, power, power bat this year. So Cozart at 43. Marwin Gonzalez went deep last night. Got Simeon at 42. Loves lefties. Loves lefties. Uh, farther down you go, I mentioned Eduardo Escobar at 4K. Like Elvis Andrews at 39 is not horrible, but it is Keichel, so you got to respect it. Uh, Tim Anderson at 37 versus uh, Bridwell. I like that a lot, especially if he's hitting towards the top of the order. Jose Reyes at 36. Mentioned him earlier. Good play there. Miguel Rojas had a big night last night. At the bottom of the Marlins order, 20 DraftKings points, a couple doubles in that matchup. He's 3,400 tonight versus Tyler Anderson. So that's a nice, cheaper piece of the Marlins pie. If, if, if Brian Anderson makes the lineup for the Marlins, he'll be hitting towards the bottom like Rojas. Could be a nice little mini stack that'll be contrarian because everyone goes Ozuna and Stanton and Bohr and Yelk and all that stuff. You can start at the bottom. Even start with Rio Muto if you want to pay up a Rio Muto, Anderson, um, Rojas, stuff like that. See how the lineup comes out. Um, you got the likes of Azrubo Cabrera at 3K is really, really cheap for Sticky. Second base shortstop eligible. 
That's not bad at all. Got like Orlando Arcia for the Brew Crew versus McGuire at 2,800. JP Crawford, 2,800. Ryan Goings, 2,700. These are some of the cheaper options you can definitely look at when you're building and see what you like. And let's head to the outfield and see where we wrap up our bats. You know, you got the usual suspects, Stan and Coors at 57. Aaron Judge at 56 is straight fire. Blackman and Coors at 55, all great plays. I absolutely love J.D. Martinez in Coors versus Matt Moore at 54. That's where I'm going to start. I have no problem with the other three. You can sprinkle them in some lineups. J.D. Martinez, my guy. Mike Trout, I talk about him every day. He's a double-digit machine. 21 more points in a home run last night with the stolen base. He's 5,300 versus uh, Volstead. He will be in lineups for me as well. Mookie Betts left after having a good start to his day, 10 points early on, then day-to-day. So see if he's in the lineup. He'd be a great spot versus Hat, but we don't know if he's there. Bryce Harper was supposed to get activated yesterday, still did not. He's 5,300 if he cracks the lineup. You got Ozuna and Coors at 52. Great play there, but J.D. Trout, 1-2 for me. All great plays, though. And Bellinger at 42 or 49. Justin Upton at 47, another good spot for him tonight. He put up eight points for us. He's averaging 13.3 his last 10. I like the Trout Upton 1-2 punch if you want to just go there and not go more. Uh, Domingo Santana at 47 versus McGuire. And bullpen is not bad at all. Always overlooked, having a great year. Got like guys like Reese Hoskins at 47. Eddie Rosario at 46 is in a great spot versus uh, Josh Tomlin. For Rosario will be very, very overlooked. If you're playing Cardinals, you got Pham and Fowler at 46. are both good plays if you're playing them. Don't mind that at all. A.J. Pollock versus Matt Moore at 45 is a great play. Pollock is heating up, does hit lefties with a ton of power. He's averaging 12.2 his last 10 games. So Pollock in a very, very, very good spot versus Matt Moore tonight. Buxton's not bad at 44. Marvin Gonzalez at 43. Yellick and Coors at 43. I like that a lot. You're getting a big discount compared to 52 for Azuna, 57 for Stanton. Yellick's in a very good spot. It is lefty-lefty, so keep that in mind. But 43, not bad. Schwarber, 42, is not bad either for the power upside. But Corrado Parra at 4,200 and Coors, very solid stuff there. Uh, Jay Bruce versus Colon at 41, I like. Melky Cabrera at 41 versus Annabelle Sanchez is sneaky nice in that matchup. Hanniger double dog yesterday. I told you he could hit righties or lefties. That was a cheap price. He proved it. He's 4,100 versus Megan tonight. I'm still giving him a hard look because he's hitting the ball very, very well right now. Got Delmonico at 4K. K with Chris Davis at 4K. Eric Thames at 4K. Kind of all your GPP upside players right there. The farther down we look, Cameron Maben, 3,900 versus Cole Hamels. I don't mind that at all as a cheaper GPP play. Maybe from the right side, can't hit Hamels well at times. The guys like Billy Hamilton at 3,800, I like him a lot. A lot in this matchup for Zach Davies. He's uh, in his two games back from the DL. Eight points and 14 points. Um, he's getting it done, getting on, trying to steal. I know he got thrown out or picked off, but uh, he's throwing. He's showing his speed. He's good to go at 3,800. Shebler at 38 is always also a great spot. Uh, in that Reds matchup versus Davies. You guys like Inciarte and Marquecas at 3,800 with Montero, both very solid plays. Aaron Althair, we know he crushes left-handed pitching. He's 3,800 bucks for his Geo. That's a sneaky nice play right there with some value. 
Steven Souza at 37 is not bad at all. Ben Gamble at 37 is okay. Duvall at 37 for GPPs are okay. Again, there's Adam Lind at 37. We like him quite a bit. Max Kepler's day-to-day, if he cracks the lineup versus Tallman at 36, he's got tremendous upside in that matchup. Jesse Winker, if he's leading off at 36, is good versus Davies. Nick Williams, he's, I know it's lefty-lefty, he's 36, so just keep an eye on that. The Grandy Man's 36 versus Lamette, if you want to be contrarian, just because no one's playing him because he's so bad right now. But it's a good matchup for him. Lefties have hit Lamette very, very well. Farther down you go, again, you get Nick Castellanos here at 3,400, which is just stealing. Same with Cole Calhoun. He let him off last night. See where he's at in the lineup at 3,400 for Calhoun. Nice piece of that Angels lineup. Farther down you look, guys like Jason Worth at 34 is in play for the Nationals versus uh, Thompson. Definitely in play there. Uh, Odebel Herrera, 3,300. Lefty, lefty, though, so be careful. Hunter Renfro, 3,300 with some power versus Alex Wood. I like that quite a bit. Another cheapie I love, and I mention him all the time, and his price tag never changes, is Robbie Grossman. He's 3,200 bucks for the Twins versus uh, Josh Tomlin. 16 points his last game out, 7, 16 in his last three. Uh, just, he has tremendous upside when he's playing well, and he's a, a good switch hitter. Grossman at 32 as a value is not that bad at all. You slide down some more, and it gets interesting. You know, Hunter Pence kind of heating up. He went deep yesterday. He's averaging 10.1 his last 10. He's got two homers in his last 10. Um, again, Robbie Ray's been very, very good this year, but in that live ballpark and chase, righties have shown some power versus him. So if you're fading him and get Pence at 3,200, it's not horrible. Span's 3,200. I'd take Pence over Span at both. Interesting plays. Brandon Moss, 3,100 with some GPP power upside versus uh, Animal Sanchez. He's quieted down for that nice little hot streak he was on, but still an intriguing GPP option. Jason Hayward at 3K versus uh, Carmart is interesting. Not my favorite play at all, but interesting. You scroll down farther, and it just gets you got to check lineups. There's a bunch of bunch of options down here. Someone always pops out when the lineups come out. Um, there were a couple I saw last night that could be like Brett Phillips at 2,700 for the Brew Crew is a cheap piece of that option lineup. Mac Williamson at 27 for the Giants versus the lefty in Ray with power, like GPP only stuff. Austin Hayes at 2,600 for Baltimore. Baltimore loses their DH. Let's keep that in mind. But Hayes, good young prospect, 2,600 in the outfield. Uh, there's a couple other, like Navarro for Detroit. He's first base outfield eligible. He's 2,500, but I think he's only a lefty, so he probably won't crack the lineup. Uh, da, 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 da. I know there's a couple more down here. Where'd he go? The one was stupid cheap. Uh, Lane Adams is always interesting for the Braves. He can get on and run versus Montero at 2,400. Uh, where'd he go? We're almost there. It's Victor Robles. I know it's righty righty. We mentioned how righty hit Thompson very very well. Robles is twenty two hundred bucks. If he cracks the lineup, I'm playing him just for the value and the upside. Twenty two hundred bucks for a guy that has multi hit ability, power, speed combo at twenty two hundred bucks. I wanted to mention him because we've been getting around twenty four to twenty seven. Twenty two is the cheapest I've seen in a while. So there's a lot a lot to like there. We'll check lineups for everything else. Recapping your pitching at Sale and Ray up top. Keep an eye on Severino, but Sale's pretty much the only guy. I have. I might use a Ray if I make a lot of lineups, but I'm trying to keep it low this time of year because it's just so much stupid stuff happening out there. 
Um, in your middle range, Gossman, Lamette, Arietta. Keep an eye on Wood and Paxton if you want to roll the dice on pitch counts. But I'm all about Gossman right now. And then down below, Snell, Montgomery, Anderson, McGuire. Pretty much Sale, Gossman, and Snell are my main three, one in each price range. And then I'll build some others around those names. Let's look at your BVP and take this on home for you. 15-game slate. Gary Sanchez, 3 for 8, a double and two homers off Blake Snell. Um, so, yeah, he likes Blake, as we mentioned, 4900 bucks. Cameron Rupp was that catcher I was thinking about versus Geo, 5 for 14, two doubles. Tommy Joseph and Freddie Galvis have both taken them deep twice. Cesar Hernandez once. Um, small samples with Michael Taylor, 2 for 4 with a homer off Jake Thompson. Daniel Murphy, 4 for 7 with a double. John Jaso, 6 for 14, two doubles and a triple off Gossman. Chris Young, 5 for 18, a double, two homers off Hap. Pedroia's taken him deep three times. Hanley once, Betts once. Not good at, as a team, though, hit a buck 99. Kendris Morales, two homers. Josh Donaldson, two homers off of sale as a team, hitting a buck 73. Jason Kipnis, four for 11, two doubles, two homers off Bartolos. Carlos Santana, two homers. Jay Bruce, two homers. Edwin Carcion, one homer. Young. Or, I forgot to mention Carlos Santana. He's always a good play, especially because he's cheaper than Edwin. Jason Castro, 5-for-9, two doubles off Josh Tomlin. Eddie Rosario, who I liked, 7-for-16, two homers. Joe Maurer, 13-for-32, two doubles. Dozier and Kepler have both taken him deep as well. As Drupal Cabrera, 8-for-26, two doubles, a triple, and three home runs off the knuckle. And he's 3K, good value second base shortstop there for you. Zach Cozart, 6-for-16, six two doubles and a triple off Davies. Shebler, Perez, or Peraza, Vado, and Duvall have all taken him deep. Dexter Fowler, 4-for-6, a double off Arietta. Gritchick, 7-for-20, for three doubles, a triple, and two homers. Piscotti, Yachty, and Carpenter have all taken him deep as a team hitting 213. Uh, Zobra, 7 for 22, two doubles. Rizzo's taken. Carmart, deep three times, hitting 265 with a double, a triple, and three homers. Chris Bryant, Wilson Contreras, Ian Happ, and Renee Rivera have all taken Carmart deep. Mike Napoli, 5 for 16, a double, two homers off Keichel. Ryan Rua, 7 for 18, two doubles. Beltre, 17 for 58. It's a 293 average, six doubles, two homers. It's a pretty good sample there. Nomar Mazar, 6 for 17, two doubles. Uh, da, 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 da. not bad stuff, surprisingly. Gaddis seven for seven, seven for twenty-three, three homers off Cole Hamels. Altuve six for eighteen with a homer. Brian McCann hitting two sixty-six with seven doubles and three homers and sixty-four at bats. Beltran's taking him deep three times. Tyler White once. Justin Upton four for seven with a double and a triple off Volstead. Whit Merrifield four for six off Annabelle. Melky Cabrera eighteen for forty-two, three doubles. And a triple, a 429 average off of, Vols, off of Sanchez. Hosmer's hitting 350, 14 for 40, four doubles and a homer. Buterres taking a deep. Moustakis, Cuthbert, Escobar, and Kane have all had homers off of uh, Annabelle. The team hitting 285. Megan Cabrera, six for 24, doubles and a homer off Vargas. Ian Kinsler hitting 359, 3300 tonight, 23 for 64, eight doubles, two homers, two triples. Motic's got two bombs off of him. Jacoby Jones has one. Castellanos taking him deep twice as well. So good value with Detroit against Vargas. Very good value. If you want to mix some of that value in, kind of like the Mariners last night, 
Tigers are your value tonight. Cargo two for seven with a home run. Urena Par is taking him deep. Arenado as well. Yeah, Tyler Anderson hasn't seen uh, much. The only history it's Anderson. This is it. Ozuna's two for two, two singles. AJL is two for three, two singles. Dietrich's zero for two. Stanton's zero for two. Yellick's zero for three with two strikeouts. And Rojas zero for two. That's it. Only fifteen plate appearances for the Rockies versus Anderson. Catel Marte, 3-for-3, three three, two doubles off Matty Moore. Jake Lamb, 4-for-12, a double, triple, and a homer, but I just don't trust Lamb at all. Goldschmidt, 5-for-14 with a double and a homer. Um, jury's hitting close to 300 as well in that matchup. Hunter Pence, 6-for-12, two doubles off Ray. Panic, 5-for-11 with a double. Hundley, 4-for-14, a double and a homer. Hundley went deep last night. Another cheap catcher option if you need him. Da, 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 da. Ryan Healy, 4 for 9 with a double off Paxton. Perella, 3 for 5, a double and a homer off Alex Wood. Myers, 4 for 13. There's your BVP. There's your quick hits. Tuesday edition. Hope everybody has a good Tuesday. We get it in. Again, check us out on Twitter at TheSportsDGens. TheSportsDGens.com. And I am on Twitter at BDEntrick to help you with your fantasy needs. But let's get it in. Interesting pitching. Interesting, you know, pitch counts, some start sits, some not going the distance on the field and on the mound. So pay attention to it all, and let's get it in. MLB DFS Quick Hits, Tuesday, September 26th edition. I'm out.